Harry's Prayers Travinsky version setting the tone there. We've got to be quick this morning, Mr Andrew, because there's an awful lot to fit in. What have you got for us? Morning, Richie. I'll be very quick. Uh, just looking ahead to today, we have got, obviously, Yori coming up, and then we have uh, Remove Assembly. So all those in Remove, go to your uh, Remove uh, teams and uh, watch your house assembly there. Uh, a load of stuff still going on and things to look forward to. Just looking at the weather for Saturday. Actually, Saturday's looking quite good. Not amazingly hot, but sunshine uh, around. Uh, Sunday morning looks a bit wet, so you might have to get your tents down before uh, the rain comes. But moving up, plan your trip uh, and your camping trip for the weekend. Uh, other than that, have a great day, and I'll speak to you tomorrow. Take care. Bye-bye. And you made sure we were camping as close to the solstice as possible, didn't you, to make sure everyone was awake at about two in the morning? <laughs> it's true. Sunday is summer solstice. It is the longest day, so the sun will be up bright and early. Ah, oh, joy. Righty, it's time to head over and hear Father Yori's thought for today. Here he comes. Thank you, Richie, and good morning, everybody. Welcome to Chapel on this Thursday. So yesterday, if you were listening to Radio St. Ronan's on the Wednesday chapel, I spoke about having too much, particularly of unnecessary objects and, and worries, and how we sometimes need to spring clean. Now, we all know too well that some people, many people in fact, do not actually have enough possessions. Often they will have to try really hard to obtain something, where for many people it's just a case of going online and clicking the buy button. So I wanted to think about... Another book that I found this week, was just trying to put things back on the shelves, really. And this little book is about somebody who really showed this in her life, about somebody who really strived and waited a long time to get something that they really, really wanted. It's quite a surprising story, in a way, because when we're looking at it 100, 200 years later, we think, really? Did she do that? But yes, this young lady did. And I want to tell you a story about a girl called Mary who lived in Wales a couple of hundred years ago. And it's actually the account of her life and her experiences, which was the little book that I found just the other day whilst tidying up and putting it back on the shelf. Because I think I must, ages ago, got that out and thinking, I must talk about that sometime in chapel. Well, here we go. So Mary came from quite a poor family. And in fact, when she was growing up, it was just her mum who's still around. And her mum had jobs, having to go out sort of cleaning people's houses and, and doing various, various jobs like laundry or, and helping on the farm. And Mary quite often would help as well to just try and bring in some extra pennies. And they literally were pennies in those days. Now going to chapel was really important. And Mary and her mum would get used to having to walk to various services on, on Sundays. And they used to enjoy that. And one of the one of the advantages of that was Mary was then invited, after she'd um, started going to school, to go and visit a family who happened to own a Bible, which is one of the few books people had back then, and she was invited to come to the family house to come and actually do some reading once every week or so. And she'd have to walk, you know, quite a while, sort of a good sort of two hours or so, to go and read for a little bit and then come home. Now, Mary absolutely fell in love with this book, the Bible, and it was in Welsh, which was quite unusual back then. And so every week it was really important for her to go and do this reading and the walk that she had to do to get there. She decided this was so important to her that she really must get one of her own, get her own book, her own Bible. And in those days, you're probably aware from history, 
books were incredibly expensive. And also, to get one in, in a language which wasn't sort of as common as English was particularly even more expensive than that. So to get a Welsh Bible was going to cost quite a bit more. But Mary explained this to her mum and those of her friends who all supported her in this, in this quest. And so for quite a long time, she saved her pocket money and all of the money that she received from her jobs and helping out her, her mother in order to save up the amount that she needed for the book. Now, I don't know how much the book cost, but what I do know is, according to the story, she saved for about six years. Now, that either means that the book was either incredibly expensive or and it's probably quite a lot of this, that the family actually had so little money that anything spare had to usually be spent on basic necessities, not a book, even one as important as the Bible. But anyway, after six years, she'd saved up enough money, and then she had to go off and get one. Now, it wasn't a case of just sort of clicking um, on the computer and sort of pressing buy and getting it delivered uh, next day, or even that day if you've got Prime or other delivery agencies. She had to walk to the nearby town, well, nearby, it was over 26 miles, that's a marathon for people who run them, um, to actually go and buy one. And she did this on her own. Very brave young lady, but she obviously knew her way around, and she knew how to look after herself. And off she went. Now, the man who was selling the Bibles, he wasn't making a big profit, but he had obviously covering his costs, was so impressed when she turned up. He insisted she came in for tea, give her something to eat, and just really to give her some energy for her walk back. And he was delighted to be able to hand over, over this book. And she went home as fast as she could, but it was over 26 miles. I think she stayed with a relative overnight because that was, would have been a very long walk. That would have been a, sort of over 50 miles in a, in, a day, in a day, which can be done, but it's very hard, very hard indeed. Um, and when, when she got back to her family, they were absolutely delighted with that she'd got this book and, and then she could read to them, which was wonderful. But one of the other fabulous parts of the story is that the man who actually had handed the Bible over to her was so inspired by her particular example of the effort she went to that he and some of his influential friends formed a society, that's a group of people who've got similar interests, that were going to raise money to try and help provide Bibles to people who wanted them and maybe hadn't got much money to pay for them, or in some cases any money, and also to be able to send these books out to people who spoke a whole range of languages, in fact nearly as many languages as there are in the world. And this organisation still exists, and one day when we're back in chapel I'll tell you about it, especially if the date where we remember that falls on, on, on the day when we're in chapel. And I'd like just to, rem to leave us with a thought, because it's quite a wonderful story about this girl who went to find something, a book that was so important that she would save for years and then do that amazing journey. Now think about how much treasure a book can contain. That's one thing. And then, then also think about this. The next time you buy, borrow or download a book, you spare a thought for the efforts of some people who have got to go to the most amazing lengths in order to actually get a book. And in some places around the world, they still do. But the most important thing if you've got your book is read it and enjoy it. Have a good day. Thank you, Father Yuri. Yes, I think we all have to remember to be thankful for things. And perhaps one of the things which will come out of this whole crisis is that we will do that a little more and take less for granted. Now, we have a jingle today that will make even Mr. Clark realise that we have some sport coming up. It's one for the petrol heads. 
Hi Richie, I hope you're well and thanks again for having me back to go through the results of day three of the St Ronan's 2020 Sports Day. The first event was a five metre sprint and this threw up some interesting results because Selden have come out in first place, second place Pembroke, Bicton who have won all the other events came third and the mighty Tongswood not so mighty in fourth place once again. Moving on to event six, this was a sitting ball throw. Things got back to normal a little bit during this event, with Bicton coming out in first place, Pembroke in second place, Selden in third place, and Mr Consistency Tongswood once again in fourth place. So once I had added up all the scores from the previous four events and added the two events that we had to, uh, yesterday, the scores are as follows. Bicton remain in first place, closely followed by Pembroke, who are closely followed by Selden. There's not much in it, so there's all to play for. Tongswood are lagging a little bit behind at the moment, so they do have a few points that they need to catch up. So if we can have some more athletes competing for Tongswood, I'm sure all those people that are busy participating at the moment will really appreciate the help. We've got two more events tomorrow. Uh, one is a ball drop and you'll need to watch the video so that you can understand what you have to do because this one's quite complicated and quite difficult, uh, this little event. And then that's going to be followed by a plank event. How long you can hold a plank for. Again, watch all the videos because they give you all the instructions that you need to know before having a go and loading up your scores. So good luck in those events today. And I look forward to being back on Radio Ritchie on Friday morning and for the big announcement of who wins Sports Day 2020 on Friday afternoon. Good luck, everyone. Cheers and bye. Excellent. Thank you, Mr. Fox, for that update. We've got two events today and just one tomorrow, people. So let's get out there and see which house can finish the week on top. Go well. Speak soon.